Let's do this. And that's all I'm going to make you listen to of that. Our audio engineer is still working on the intro music to our program, but I didn't want to do a show without intro music. And yeah, sorry. Let's get right to it. You ever get the feeling that the world is just way too loud? Or that everywhere you turn, people are shouting at you? When I skim through my newsfeed in the morning, it's as though people are constantly trying to yell at me over one another from behind a computer screen. Anyone who's tried to have a conversation in the comments section of an article or on social media knows exactly what I'm talking about. You spend your time writing a well-thought-out argument, stating your case as logically as possible, and once you've made your point, someone from the other side is likely to dismiss your views entirely, sometimes for completely illogical reasons. I'm actually surprised that anyone comments on articles anymore, because frankly, there's no way you're going to change someone's mind. And I can prove it, too. A 2009 study in the Journal of Communication Research found that Americans spent 36% more time reading content that reinforced their points of view than material that challenged their opinions. Sylvia Noblock-Westerwick, a co-author on the study and associate professor of communication at Ohio State University, summarized it this way. She said, quote, We found that people generally chose media messages that reinforced their own pre-existing views. She went on to say that, quote, in general, they don't want their views to be challenged by seriously considering other viewpoints. Now, I have a lot of liberal friends, being a liberal myself, and I heard a lot of conservatives groan just now in my head. Hold on. Bear with me for just a minute. Please, just bear with me for a second. I, I swear, you won't be disappointed. A lot of my liberal friends probably thought, ha, that proves it. That's the only reason people watch Fox News or listen to Rush Limbaugh. They're a bunch of Neanderthals stuck in the Stone Age, ignoring the facts in favor of what they want to hear. Well, if you're a conservative, your blood pressure probably ticked up a notch just now. But just a second. Another key point I think you're going to find very amusing. And the study also makes note of the fact that People with more conservative political views were most likely to read articles with opposing viewpoints. And now I hear the conservatives going, ah, ha, ha, and chastising the liberal crowd. While in the background, I hear the faint sound of, hey, wait a minute. Um, you know, there's, there's that's only two facts, and this is just one peer-reviewed study, and uh, I, don't, I don't know that we should really take this information at face value. Uh, then again, everyone's going to tell those folks to shut up when really, you should really listen to them. What that crowd was trying to tell you was, that's two facts from one peer-reviewed study. Those voices that often get drowned out amid all the noise and the chaos, they're the ones that are telling you to look at the facts on a whole, not just cherry-pick the ones that you want. Because... That line that conservatives probably found very amusing? Well, it also mentions people with a greater interest in politics and those with a strong party affiliation. According to Noblock Westerwick, the researchers from Ohio State ultimately concluded that, quote, 
It appears that people with these characteristics are more confident in their views, more inclined to at least take a quick look at the counterarguments. Even if they click on opposing views, they're not looking for insights that change their mind. She continues, quote, if you only pay attention to messages you agree with, that may be one reason for the increasing polarization of American voters. Citizens really should be weighing and monitoring diverse arguments in order to make informed decisions. Unfortunately, that's not happening as often as it should. End quote. There are several studies that detail similar results, but they all go back to the work of this one guy, a guy named Leon Festinger. Festinger, in 1957, proposed the cognitive dissonance theory. He argues that we all have this inner drive to hang on to our beliefs and our values, and to avoid disrupting that system of beliefs and values, in most cases, even when we're presented with hard evidence. That no matter what, we're always going to argue with ourselves and find some way to justify how we've always felt and what we've always known to be true. As I mentioned, there are several studies available that look into how we interact and aggregate information, and a lot of them come back to a, a similar conclusion that uh, Festinger arrived at. But this one in particular stood out to me because the researchers specifically focused on digital media and how we interact with the news we receive on various platforms that we frequent. I started this episode talking about arguments in the comments section of Facebook or on Twitter. Well, this podcast was born out of one of those encounters, but not one of the angry ones. You know, this time I just posted an article on fracking, and a good friend of mine responded with a dissenting opinion. Now, I'll spare you too many details of the conversation because we might want to do a show on fracking at some point. But after each of us presented the best reputable evidence that we had at the time, we were able to agree on a way in which our elected officials should handle the situation. Let me say that again if you think you didn't hear me right just now. An argument on Facebook ended with both parties coming to a rational consensus. Now, admittedly, we've known each other for several years, and it's much easier to trust a friend than it is a stranger. These days, it's, it's incredibly difficult to, to trust that a person on, uh, in an article or on the other end of a microphone or in front of a camera, that they're, they're giving you the entire story or that they're not lying through their teeth. And that's the very reason for this podcast. My name is Ben Carter, and this is The Compromise Radio. My co-host Stephen Hauserman and I would like to join you for a rational discussion about some of today's most divisive topics. Every episode, we're going to pick an issue, and each host will briefly argue their position and the facts on hand in a segment called State Your Case. There are more than two sides to every story, and we want to include as many different perspectives as possible. We're going to do our best to provide the discussion topic well in advance of the episode so that you have the opportunity to weigh in with your opinions and experience. 
we encourage you to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter so that you can share your opinion. If you're old school, you can send us an email. Send it to stateyourcase at thecompromiseradio.com. We'll read some of the best on the show and make sure that everyone is equally represented. In Democracy in America, Volume 1, Alexis de Tocqueville wrote, quote, The people reign over the American political world as God rules over the universe. It is the cause and the end of all things. Everything rises out of it and is absorbed back into it. Stephen was the other person in that debate on fracking that I mentioned. He and I think that we can all keep one another honest and overcome our biases. And that if we avoid conflict, we might be able to find workable solutions that benefit the most people. It was Theodore Roosevelt who said, quote, I'm a strong individualist by personal habit, inheritance, and conviction. But it is a mere matter of common sense to recognize that the state, the community, the citizens acting together can do a number of things better than if they were left to individual action. End quote. I firmly believe that if we wish to build a better world for ourselves and for future generations, that we must set aside our petty differences, thoroughly vet our own positions and beliefs, and as one nation, find common ground. Thank you for joining us. Our first official episode will focus on the election this year and the divisive nature of political discussion within our country right now. Send us your opinions. Let us know what you think. We hope you'll join us then.